At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. You are looking live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN Primetime. We are off and running on a Wednesday night. V-CIN primetime presented by BetMGM. That gentleman right there may or may not be singing tunes after the show at a jazz festival. <laughs> I am Tim Murray. Uh, Sean King, of course. What what do I owe the honor of you wearing a, a fedora on our show? Well, it's primetime, right? So <laughs> You get jazzy for primetime. So this is my jazzy look. You guys hit me up on Twitter at Real Sean King. Let me know if you like the look or I like the look. If you don't, I like it. Look, I look like somebody. Ooh, yeah. I look like somebody. What does that even mean? Oh, a day before Thursday football. So I mean I'm fired up. How about I you? T- I am too. We have six games on the slate tomorrow for college football. It is uh, it truly is the college football weekend uh, that they get to own, which is uh, which I do love the fact that the NFL uh they basically own everything on the entire calendar. But they allow this weekend to be college's weekend. They don't play any games on this weekend. They don't even have any preseason games anymore. So we have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then on to Monday. So a five-consecutive-day stretch of college football. Pretty good games on on every day. We'll get into the slate tomorrow. The couple games that intrigue me, Sean, uh, may have made a wager and maybe writing one up for vcin.com as well. Well, I'm excited about that. So we will uh, we'll get into that. We're getting to a lot of conferences today, too. Sean and I will uh, talk about our favorite four teams. Uh, there's some debate on whether this is a list of favorite teams entering the year or favorite teams as the year comes to well, a close. Well, the, the list to me, when I read the text, 
and we were doing our pre-show, you know, conversation, communication. I'm thinking big picture. So my four teams are based on schedule, based on most likely outcomes, you know, based on strength of conference. And these are the four teams that I think have a great shot to be in the college football playoffs. So I'm going to consider them the top four teams. Very interesting take I have on a specific conference as to why a team that I'm very high on in that conference did not make my list. All right, we will get to those uh, a little bit later on in the show. But uh, we'll start the show like uh, I think we're going to do this on most days. You know, As the day goes on, different uh, headlines pop up, and uh, we'll call it, we call it bettable or forgettable. <laughs> and uh, a couple of the headlines, and what does this mean for those particular teams or players moving forward? Is it something that you want to bet on, or eh, it's no big deal, just... Move on. Uh, not that it's a big surprise, as Spencer Petrus, I feel like, has been the starting quarterback for Iowa for, what is it, about uh, about seven and a half years. Uh, but he is the starting quarterback. He was uh, battling with Alex Padilla, uh, and uh, Petrus entering his fifth season as the starter in uh, in Iowa City there. Uh, win total set at seven and a half. Big Ten championship odds 20 to one. Is this news bettable or forgettable? Can we go in the middle? <laughs> sure. I just, I'm just when, when Iowa's been really good, has the quarterback really mattered? You know, Iowa generally comes down to is their defense top notch, especially in the takeover department, and do they have a top of the conference caliber running back? Because the offensive line is generally really good. They generally always have an NFL caliber tight end. It seems when the quarterback position excels, they throw for 2,800 yards and 20 touchdowns. When it's average, they throw for 2,200 yards and 12 touchdowns. So I don't think this is regrettable, but also not running to the window, you know, because of, of the Iowa QB competition. I just think you have to decide, are they elite enough on defense, as in last year, where they were a turnover-creating unit to overcome some of the deficiencies they have from an athleticism standpoint and some of the skill spots. Yeah, you think back to last year, very fortunate early on, uh, specifically with uh, with those turnovers, got off to that great start, 6-0, and beat Penn State, uh, and then uh, Purdue, who plays tomorrow and maybe someone that interests me, uh, they've knocked them off 24-7, to and they followed it up with a loss to Wisconsin. So it was you know, a mixed bag of a season. They did make the Big Ten Championship last year. I think they have a shot to come out of the Big Ten West this year in a division that completely feels wide open, especially with Nebraska losing uh, to Northwestern over in Ireland. Wisconsin is the favorite to win that division. You've got Iowa. You've got uh, you've got Purdue. Some people are intrigued by. So we will see uh, coming out of the Big Ten West. Minnesota, a team that some people are high on, I was going to say, a lot too. of people are high on Minnesota. I, I would, depending on what you think of Sean Clifford. Penn State's in the East. I, all right, yeah, so it doesn't even matter. I really like Turner Morgan Yeah, was my point. Like, I, I do think he might be the best quarterback in that part of the conference. I agree. Uh, yeah, I mean, Graham Mertz you know, has, uh, since his game against Illinois, I mean, he had more interceptions than touchdown passes A lot of it will year. depend upon Minnesota's running back, Ibram. Um, Ibrahim, yeah. Is he 100% recovered? Is he ready to get back to the level of elite production he was prior to the injury last season? And we won't know that until we see him. Yeah, we'll talk more Big Ten uh, as the show goes on. We'll actually hit on a little Big Ten uh, on the other side. We talked to Michigan yesterday with the news of uh, J.J. Uh, McCarthy and Cade McNamara splitting those first two games. What does that mean uh, moving forward? Actually, uh, 
I felt like some Michigan people agreed with you. Absolutely. Yeah. So smart we, people, smart fan base. Well, once again, when you play a jabroni uh, followed by a jabroni, then another jabroni to start the season like Michigan is doing, you have the flexibility to just mess around with different quarterbacks. Here's an interesting component. This worked for them last year, except in the Michigan State game. The only game where kind of rotating quarterbacks backfired. They put J.J. in. He had a big turnover in a key you know, point of that game. But other than that, I mean, they're extremely successful playing both quarterbacks. It allows you to keep both quarterbacks in the program. Understanding that J.J. knows this is McNamara's last year. It'll be his team after that. But you also give McNamara an opportunity to go out, put enough fi- – uh, tape on uh, on film so that you know he could potentially you know chase his dreams as a professional player as well. I like the situation. Again, I'm a proponent of having as much talent as possible at every position on the team, inclu- including quarterback. All right, bettable or forgettable? There was a trade today with the Minnesota Vikings and the Philadelphia Eagles. Jalen Rager is now a member of the Minnesota Vikings. Once upon a time, there's a video that's circulating. Uh, in the draft room, when they drafted, the Vikings drafted Justin Jefferson, they scoffed at the notion that the Eagles would select Jalen Rager ahead of Justin Jefferson. And they should have. And now they're teammates. Uh, I just got to give props to Howie Roseman. Uh, Let me point this out. Amari Cooper was traded to the Cleveland Browns. Mm -hmm. The Dallas Cowboys got a 2022 fifth-round pick, and they swapped six-round picks. Jalen Rager goes to the Minnesota Vikings from Philadelphia, and they get a seventh-round pick in this upcoming draft and a fourth-round pick in 2024. I think it's based on production, though, right? Isn't there an escalator in the trade where he has to hit certain benchmarks? It could could drop down to a fifth-round pick. But, you know, you look at what what Philadelphia has done these past two days, getting Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, from the New Orleans Saints where he steps in and is a safety. Uh, That's going to be interesting. I mean, what Howie Roseman, in my opinion, has done these past couple of days is, is pretty darn impressive because we knew Jalen Rager was was going to be an odd man out, and they still were able to get something for him uh, in, in return. Well, here's what's interesting. Dennis Allen, one of the best defensive minds in football, yep. did not see Chauncey Gardner-Johnson as a traditional safety. He saw him as a hybrid safety, sort of what Kyle Hamilton's going to play for the Baltimore Ravens. Chauncey's issue with that was the pay scale is not the same. When you see, uh, uh, what's the uh, safety from uh, from the Chargers? It's just got big. Derwin James. Derwin James, yeah. You see what Jesse Bates' franchise tag is? He wanted that kind of transcendent money. They weren't willing to give it. Dennis Allen didn't think he was a traditional safety. It'll be interesting in Philly if he's playing more of a traditional safety role, can he excel that far away from the line of scrimmage? To answer your question, to me, this is bettable information. I was always already high on the Minnesota Vikings. Jalen Rager is a perfect fit for this offense because he only has to do one thing, take the top off the defense. You have an elite top three wide receiver in Justin Jefferson. You have a middle of the field, you know, great zone guy in Adam Thielen. You have a dyna- dynamic tight end in Irv Smith, who's now healthy and one of the better pass catchers in the NFL, out of the backfield, and Dalvin Cook. So what's left for Jalen Rager? Just be a deep threat where if teams want to try and put those safeties close to the line of scrimmage to negate Dalvin Cook in that run game, we can throw the ball over the top. So they're not asking him to be a complete number one wide receiver, which was what he was expected to be in Philly. I do like this move. This is bettable information. I'm even higher on the Minnesota Vikings than I was before. Yeah, I don't see anything. I think both teams won. 
uh, in this trade. I, you, if you're the Philadelphia Eagles, you recoup some of the draft compensation you gave away yesterday for, for Chauncey yeah, Garner-Johnson. And, and now when you look at Jalen Rager, yeah, he steps into a situation where it's a, it's a luxury for this Minnesota Vikings team. With Thielen, with Jefferson, K.J. Osborne certainly showed flashes. They drafted Jalen uh, Naylor uh, out of Michigan State last year in the sixth round. Who knows what he'll ultimately be. But, uh, yeah, me and you both high on the Vikings, and we'll see if they can uh, pull it off, uh, maybe pull off the uh, the NFC North, which has been a, uh, that's what a I have division. Picked. I have the Vikings picked to win NFC North. All right, final, uh, final little thought from, uh, from today. Mike Tomlin... Uh, when asked about the quarterback competition, he said, who said it isn't settled? Uh, this from The Athletic on if the decision has been made, I might, but you guys are not going to have it today. Again, like I told you guys the other week, now we're not going to make knee-jerk reactions and statements following our performance. We'll go through our proper professional procedure. We'll evaluate the game. We'll meet with our front office people. We'll have discussions, dot, dot, dot. Mitch Trubisky's the starting quarterback. <laughs> Right. I mean, that's essentially what he was saying, I think, right there, unless he wants to pull a surprise and a rabbit out of his hat that Kenny Pickett's going to be the guy. But I think at the end of the day, it'll be your guy, Mitch Trubisky, and we'll see what he's got. That's right. I think Mitch Trubisky has a quasi-Pro Bowl caliber year. I picked Pittsburgh to win the AFC North, and one of my best futures bets is Pittsburgh over the 7.5. 15 years in Pittsburgh, Tomlin's never had a losing record. Great collection of offensive talent. They'll be better against the run, adding Brian Flores. I'm, I'm high on this Pittsburgh team, a lot higher than most. Well, we talked about the most bizarre market in the NFL being comeback player of the year. Maybe take a little flyer on your guy. 14-1, to 1, Mitchell Trubisky. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Is it locked up for the Buckeyes to win the Big Ten? We'll look at that next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love. BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one 800 522 4,700. Alongside Tulane great, Sean King. Just can't get over that hat. I am Tim Murray. Do you not like my hat? I just, I haven't seen you wear a hat on our show before. Well, this is only our second show of primetime. So in day two, (laughs) I showed you a look. I have a bunch of looks. I have a very extensive clothing collection. Closet actually doesn't have a lot of space to move around, and it's a pretty big closet. You don't have a lot of shoes, apparently. I have a bunch of shoes. Really? Never yeah. wear them? Well, sometimes. For those that don't know, we'll do a little uh, little inside uh, inside the prime inside prime time here. Sean wears flip-flops every day. Oh, yes. Uh, don't the youngins call that snitching? Why am I snitching? That's not even dry snitching. I'm just, I mean, gosh. I'm just letting We're going to take a poll. We're going to put a poll up. Is that snitching or not? Telling people the truth. Little, people like inside scoops, you know? We got the VEASAN pro betting tips, you know? Well, unlike Tim, I like clean shoes. So I like to keep my shoes clean. My shoes are... See, Tim just wears his dingy, dirty. I'd rather wear flip-flops. Plus, it's hot in Las Vegas. For those of you that aren't here, it's over 100 degrees 60, outside. 65 degrees. Well, you have to cooler. come outside to inside to get here. So I dress accordingly. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk some NFL uh, with Frank Schwab coming up bottom of the My hour uh, from Yahoo. He's uh, a great, great uh, NFL mind and a uh, big better, too. So we'll see what teams he is uh, backing heading into this year. And anyone week one lines uh, that jump out to him. But today is going to be a very college football heavy day. And uh, we'll uh, we'll do a little uh, look at our top four teams uh, as the show goes on. But we'll start with the Big Ten. And the Big Ten has already started its season over in Ireland last weekend. We saw Northwestern beat Nebraska. Nebraska losing another one-score game. Just absolutely incredible. 5-21 and 21 for Scott Frost in one-score games. By the way, just real quickly, because you coached against him when he was at UCF, and he had the 13-0 team his second year before departing for his alma mater, Nebraska. What did you expect for Scott Frost? at the time when he 
would go to Nebraska? Well, I didn't think it would be Bo Pelini. And I mean that actual, like really, like actually I mean that. Bo Pelini, when you look in hindsight, he won at least nine games in every year that he was at Nebraska. But times had changed. It had become very difficult to recruit to Nebraska. I think geographically they're in the wrong conference because not being in the Big 12 means you don't play games in the state of Texas. So now it's hard to recruit the state of Texas. You can't even promise those kids that they'll at least be in, be in their home state twice during their four years at your school. So I thought it was an uphill battle. I also thought because of the money and the fact that it was his alma mater, it was a job that he had to take. But I knew it'd be difficult to win there. It's just hard to recruit elite-level talent to the University of Nebraska as we currently sit. Now that they have these NILs and collectives and different things, that fan base, that alumni really support that university. I could see them now being a player with the next coach, I think, um, Unfortunately for <laughs> Frost, yeah, I mean, just, you know, what's he, What's the most games he won? Four since he's been there in the season? Britain, did he have a five-win season? Britain, I mean, our producer, yeah, by so, the way. I, well, I mean, maybe, yeah. Oh, they had a five and seven. Right, season. five, four, three, three, I think, are the four win totals over the four, first four years. So, because you can buy high school talent now, maybe they have a bigger opportunity moving forward. That's a tough job. Let's just keep it keep it real. There's no in-state talent especially at the elite level. They may have some interior linemen every now and then, but you have to beat Ohio State and Alabama for those one or two kids. It's hard to do. And when you have to do all of your recruiting or the majority of it out of state, it's tough. Well, when you look at the Big Ten this year, and we can get into the divisions. Let me add in right before. He he has made some dumbfounding in-game coaching decisions. Well, think about about this. One side kicking up 11 in Ireland might still have me scratching They didn't have a special teams coordinator last year. They were an absolute disaster when it came to the special teams. They went out. They acquired some kids in the transfer portal. They hired a special teams coordinator. And then what does Scott Frost do? It was his decision. He owned up to it. Yeah, it was his decision to kick the onside kick. Yeah, not a smart one. I have no idea. And then he already threw Mark Whipple under the bus. So things off to a great start. And then he made jokes today about North Dakota uh, losing close games. Uh, So, you know, he's got a sense of humor. Well, the greatest joke from the weekend was uh, the Northwestern O-line coach saying, I think we only threw up four times (laughs) all of preseason camp. (laughs) So when you look at the uh, the odds at BetMGM to win this conference, Ohio State is a minus 225 favorite. Then it's Michigan at 6-1. to Wisconsin at twelve to one, Penn State at sixteen to one, Iowa twenty to one, and the list goes on and on. Uh, look, I mean, Ohio State, you're going to see it this weekend. They're on another level, and I know Sean, you have reservations, and I think that's fair uh, about their defense. You know, who are their playmakers? Um, you know, I think Jimmy Knowles coming in from Oklahoma State is going to help them. But they do they have been recruiting at a at a high level. They just need to get the best out of those players. They brought in uh, a safety from Oklahoma State last year to to come in there. Personally, I don't see any value in anybody else in the Big Ten. I, I would lay two twenty on Ohio State, you know. Uh maybe you can get creative. I threw in a Ohio State Alabama conference parlay. There are some books that let you do that. Uh, but I just look at Ohio State. I think they're the second-best team in the country, and I think there's a decent drop-off from number two to number three. Uh, and then, you know. A couple I, teams intrigue me. To win it? Because here's my to thing. To play in the Big Ten championship game out of the Western Division. Okay, so we could look. Would you, you could look at the West Division. I think the Big Ten West is fascinating. Absolutely. Okay. And if you Would you could, agree with what I said, though? Well, well, well here's also 
why I, I mentioned yesterday on the show, the main thing I'm focusing on in Ohio State, Notre Dame, is the Ohio State defense. Are they college football playoff caliber? Because if they're not, Tim, that means if the offense has an off game, meaning sack fumble, tipped interception, you know, maybe a game where the kids just drop a couple balls they would normally catch, if you aren't elite on defense and you're going to be in shootouts, now things can go wrong. Now, if I see this Ohio State defense this weekend and they look top shelf, then okay, I'm all in on Ohio State. My point being, if you can figure out who you think is going to win the West and this Ohio State defense ends up being average at best, now you're just talking about one game but there's, for all the marbles. But Anything there, can happen in one game. Well, I look at last year. Anything could happen in one game when Iowa shows up to Indianapolis and they lost by 39 to Michigan. I don't see but Michigan was nobody. A com- but Michigan no- was a complete team, Tim. Like Michigan had the this number- offense is so but, far and beyond what Michigan was last but, year, as we saw in the college football but playoff. Michigan against had the number two player in the draft playing defensive end. They had, they had the first overall pick in CJ Stroud. But I'm talking about on the defensive side of the ball. I'm I just I don't know if you listen when I, I just I'm, I said great offense can have an off game, meaning sometimes things happen. You throw a perfect pass, it bounces off. The tight end shoulder pads, it turns into an interception. CJ, the, the left tackle misses a block, kids sack fumble. Like there are things that can derail great offense. Great defense shows up every week. Two years ago, Northwestern played Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship. Northwestern played probably the best game of their lives. It was close until it wasn't. And then Ohio State said, oh, yeah, that's right. We're Ohio State. This offense is so far away. Look, Michigan, in my opinion, is the second-best team in this conference. Michigan's really good. Yeah. I, I think Michigan— But Michigan and Ohio State can't play in the Big Ten Championship. Which is my point. Right. So what so I was saying there's was— There's no one in the West, no one in the West, Sean, that could beat Ohio State All I'm saying in the is, Big Ten if Championship. if you can identify—and and I have three right. teams, which isn't really it. narrowing it down, but if you can identify the team that you like in the West— there's value there because all of those teams are – and now if they get to the Big Ten championship game, that's a long time from now. Listen, things happen. Travion Henderson could have a sprained ankle. Doesn't Jackson matter. Smith and Jigba could be hurt. Something could happen to C.J. Stroud. Like, there are different dynamics that can occur during the course of the Bef- football before, season. Before you give your two- – and, and let me say this. Braylon uh, Allen and that run game at Wisconsin, if Graham Mertz has gotten – Anywhere near what he was in high school. They're a dangerous team. Nope. Minnesota returns probably the best quarterback outside of C.J. Stroud in the Terrence Morgan. A lot of experience, a lot of production. If that run game is back to where it was prior to Ibrahim getting injured last year, Minnesota has proven that because of P.J. flexibility to kind of get them to rally around that underdog role for one game, they can compete with the best teams. Maybe not over a course of a, a three or five, but in a one-game situation they're capable that's all i'm saying i'm not saying it's likely but i'm saying there is some value if you can narrow it down to who you think is going to win the west if you want to bet on the west go for it i think that's fascinating iowa plus 360 minnesota plus 425 go for it nobody is beating them in indianapolis boy nobody played football a long time i don't believe in it ain't possible Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave went to the NFL. This offense is better now, Sean. Better. Talk to Frank Schwab next here on VSIN Primetime. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
It's football season, and bettors know that this is when the money is made. Nobody knows football like VEASAN, and now's the time to become a VEASAN subscriber and get our comprehensive college and pro guides. Only VEASAN subscribers get all the tools to prep for college and pro football this season. Our experts provide profiles on every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets, unseason win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Sign up early, and for a discount of $175, you'll receive both guides and full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl. Or join us for $40 a month and see if everything VEASAN has to up your betting game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. It is VEASAN Primetime presented by BetMGM. That gentleman right there is Sean King. I am Tim Murray, and we head to the phones for a uh, a gentleman who knows knows a thing or two about betting on the NFL and used to work with this cat right here to my left, Sean yeah, King. Yeah, my Yahoo cohort. Frank Schwab joins us at Yahoo Schwab on Twitter. Frank, appreciate it. Um, you know, it's uh, it, it's been an interesting couple of days um, for the Philadelphia Eagles, yesterday they go and acquire Chancey Gardner-Johnson, uh, safety from the Saints, and then today they trade away their former first-round pick, Jalen Rager, to the Minnesota Vikings. So let's start with the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, this is a, a team that a lot of people have been very high on all throughout the offseason. I'm getting, I mean, I'm already invested in them, so I, I can't get a refund, but I'm getting a little worried. Is this too much buzz on the Philadelphia Eagles, Frank, heading into this year? <laughs> It seems like everybody loves them, but so do I. I I'm invested. I was on last night with Greg Peterson and said straight up, I, I think they're going to Super Bowl. I, I mean, it when you look at the rest of the NFC, I have questions about the Packers without Devontae. Got questions about the Bucks and their offensive line and even Brady at 45. Got questions about Stafford's elbow. Obviously, questions about the Cowboys. I really don't have many questions about the Eagles. Yeah, Jalen Hurts. Okay. He's not, he, he could be a perfectly competent quarterback. There's a franchise that won a Super Bowl in the Coles already. You know, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo made a Super Bowl. Jared Goff made a Super Bowl. It's it's not the truth that you need some elite top five quarterback to make a Super Bowl. You, you need somebody good and competent. And I think Jalen Hurts can be that with his team around him. Howie Roseman's done an incredible job uh, this offseason, all the way up until this week, getting the safety that they really needed. Love the Eagles. I, you're right. There's a lot of buzz on them. I hate being on the bandwagon, but <laughs> hey, too late to turn back now, right? Like, I, I, I'm, uh, I'm really on this Eagles team, and I think they're going to be really, really good this year. You know, Frank, outside of complacency. King! Hey, how you doing, <laughs> brother? How you yeah, doing, man? My doing guy, great. my bald brother. I like it. Doing great. Outside of complacency, or maybe kind of reading their own press clippings, what do you think the biggest deficiency of this Eagles team is? It's It's got to be Hurts. I, I mean, and I hate to put it all on his plate, because he has had moments and he does some things well. But, I mean, you look at this team and look at last year. Nick Sirianni came in and said, I want a passing team because this is the modern NFL. And about six, seven weeks into it, he said, nah, I can't do this. We need to become a running team because Jalen Hurst just kind of wasn't there as a passer. Now, we could blame the guys around him. I guess he didn't have a true number one receiver last year. His best guy was, was Devontae Smith, who was a rookie. Uh, now he's got that number one guy, though. We, we got to see Jalen Hurts play at a higher level. He He's good. I think he, I do think he's good enough. But at the, there, there's really no other question around this Eagles team, King. I, I look at this roster, and I'm like, two good cornerbacks, really good cornerbacks. They're loaded up front on defense. Their offensive line might be a top three offensive line. They might be the best offensive line. Goddard's a hell, heck of a tight end. Uh, two good receivers. They were the best running team in football last year. 
what could possibly hold this team back aside from crazy injuries is Jalen Hurts. That That's the biggest question they got to answer. But I'm honestly pretty comfortable with where he is as a player and just predicting him to, to take a step forward, especially with A.J. Brown to throw the ball to. You know, when you look at this NFC as a conference, some question marks, you alluded to them. I mean, mm-hmm. what's Tampa got on the offensive line, especially in the interior? I mean, how motivated is Brady really to come back? I mean, a guy like him that's, you know, one at that level, walked away from the game. We've heard so much. Is he really focused? Is that organization really focused? Rams have not been talked about a lot. What's your take on the defending Super Bowl champion and their ability to win back-to-back titles? It's just hard. I mean, let's go back and and really think about the Rams season last year. I mean, you lose week 18 in a game that, you didn't know that the Arizona Cardinals were also going to lose. Like you, it was a must win, and they lost that game to San Francisco in overtime. They ended up winning the division. Okay, you won the division, got a cakewalk against Arizona against in that wild card round. But look at after that, almost blew that game against the Buccaneers in the divisional round. They're down 17-7 to the 49ers in, in the fourth quarter. Joe Kwiski tart just drops an interception that's in his hands. They needed a fourth and one and a holding penalty on that last drive to beat the Bengals at home in a Super Bowl. What if some of these games, what if the Buccaneers end up you know, not covering or calling a cover zero and letting Cooper Cup behind them and the Bucs win that game and go on the NFC Championship game? I don't think we're talking about the Rams at this point as being some, hey, this is a great team. Good for sure. But they, they caught a lot of green lights last year, and we think of them as this fantastic, great team when they're very, very good, but they got a lot of coin flips to go their way, and it's hard to do that two years in a row. But, I mean, they're going to be good again, for sure. I mean, I think they'll be able to replace Whitworth, which was their pretty much their biggest loss. I think Stafford's elbow is going to be fine. I don't think he may be 100%, but he's going to be reasonable for similarly of what we've seen out of Matthew Stafford. But this team is top-heavy and, you know, Injury to Jalen Ramsey, injury to Aaron Donald, injury to Cooper Cup. And all of a sudden, it's not quite the same team. So it's just mostly the Rams, very good team. But I just wonder if they can repeat what they did last year. It's it's just so hard to go back to back in the NFL. We're talking to Frank Schwab at Yahoo Schwab on Twitter. And Frank, you know, that, that brings me to the NFC West. And the odds have shifted a little south. I bet MGM, but... Uh, you know, the, the 49ers, I grabbed them at two to one. Um, you know, still uncertainty at the quarterback position. Uh, obviously, with them keeping Jimmy Garoppolo, which to me raised a little bit of a red flag that, hey, maybe Trey Lance isn't, you know, to the level that they expect right now. But I, I'm total in agreement with the Rams because they are a top heavy team. They haven't drafted, obviously, because they've just gone all in. It worked. They won a Lombardi trophy. Absolutely. But if they get get injuries, it could trickle down. And we saw it a couple of years ago in the playoff game in Green Bay. Aaron Donald goes out, and the Packers just run it right down their throat. So do you see the 49ers as a, as a real threat to win this division this year? Absolutely. And, yes, the, the whole Jimmy G thing did make me pause because – they're sending a message that they're not fully in on Trey Lance. I- I'm sorry that we could spin it any way we want, but the truth is, if they were completely 100% sold on Trey Lance, I don't know that they bring Jimmy G back. But I believe in Trey Lance. I really do. I think that this kid is going to be great. My my favorite MVP bet this year was grabbing Trey Lance 50 to one a couple maybe a month ago, whenever it was, because I just think he's going to be very good. They can run the ball. They have look look at their pass catchers, Samuel Ayuk, Kittle. I mean, they they're they're going to be pretty good around Trey Lance. And then the defense is great. The defense was fantastic by the end of last year. That's why they almost got to a Super Bowl. So I absolutely think they can win the NFC West. I have, yeah, I'm same with you. I, I took the odds there, grab the Niners to win the West. They're really, really good. As long as the wheels don't fall off with Trey Lance, which it could, that's the risk with the 49ers. 
I think that they will win the West. I just think they're a really, really complete team. And I trust Kyle Shanahan as a coach, too. Frank, when you look at the odds to win divisions, uh, both Sean and I talked about our favorite you know, bets. Uh, I took a, a flyer on the Saints at plus 325. I didn't do anything outlandish. Uh, you know, in double digits. I know Sean is intrigued by the Steelers this year, up around 10 to 1. Uh, when you look around the divisions, who do you look at as uh, as an intriguing bet to win a division this year? I know a lot of people, including both Sean and I, uh, I haven't made the bet personally, but Minnesota to possibly win the NFC North uh, is something that uh, I'm keeping an eye on too. Yeah, if you're looking down the odds a little bit, let's say more than plus 200, the Chargers is almost too obvious. It's like, yeah, the, the odds are there. Yeah, plus 250. Every, everybody's on the Chargers, so I am too. A team I'll give you that's further down the list is the Jaguars. Hmm. I, I don't believe in the Titans this year. I don't think they're going to be very good. I don't think the Texans are going to be a factor at all. The Colts are good, but again, what, what happens if Jonathan Taylor goes down? What I mean, things happen in the NFL, or just Matt Ryan just as Cook. I, that is possible. He did not play very well last year. We just assume Matt Ryan's going to be rejuvenated with a better team around him, but we don't know that. So the, the door is there. The Jaguars finally have an adult and head coach that is going to do wonders for that franchise and do wonders for Trevor Lawrence prospects of Trevor Lawrence's stature. Don't bust very often. It just doesn't happen. First round, first overall picks bust, but not Uber prospects like Trevor. I believe in his talent. I don't think all those draft analysts, GMs, scouts were wrong. Like Trevor Lawrence can have a very good second year. And then if the Colts take a little bit of a step back, Hey, why not? They're in there. I think the Jaguars are plus 800. Sure. That, that, that you're, you can make a reasonable argument that they'll be in play for that. Hey, Frank, only 30 seconds left. Talk me through the Dolphins right quick. I think they may feel the fastest group of skilled guys in the history of this league. Tua's not going to have to win the game. All he has to do is deliver the football short to medium, and I think they'll do the rest. Can the Dolphins upset the Bills in that division? I don't think they can. I just I just don't believe in Tua. I just don't. I, don't, I know that Waddle and Hill have all the speed in the world, and yeah, it, it could be some run-after-catch stuff going on, but to really unlock that offense, I think you need to, to extend the field, take the top off the defense. I just don't think Tua can do it. Also, I have questions about the right side of their line. The defense is good, not great. I, the Bills are the best team in football. The Dolphins could be sneaky good, but I'm fading them early in the year. I need Tua to prove it. He is Frank Schwab. Great does stuff, great Frankie. work at Yahoo, at Yahoo Schwab on Twitter. Frank, we appreciate the insight. Absolutely, guys. I appreciate it. There he is. Frank Schwab from Yahoo Sports, our top Four college football teams next here on VEASAN Primetime. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Turn a loss into a win with the King of Sportsbooks. Place a one game parlay wager with at least four legs on any Major League Baseball game. If all legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back in free bets up to $25. Log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to take advantage of this offer all season long. Just opt in to the one-game parlay insurance promotion, then place one-game parlay wagers with four legs or more on any Major League Baseball game. If you only miss one leg on your wager, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offers. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued are not as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days for insurance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada, New York, or Washington, D.C. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. It is VEASAN prime time here on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Uh, Sean, you got a couple baseball plays before we uh, jump back into college uh, college uh, football here. Uh, a couple games that uh, clock management on our part have actually just begun, yeah, but we'll keep I, an eye on I it. I actually thought that they were 4 o'clock starts, so our, our viewers would have time, but I did make two baseball plays tonight. I bet the uh, St. Louis Cardinals on the run line, and I bet the uh, Tampa Bay Rays on the money line. Actually put them together in a little two-team parlay, and uh, that'll be my baseball plays tonight. All right, so you got Tampa Bay at Miami, yep. and then we're rolling. Cardinals are at the Reds. Quintana. Cardinals on the run line, Tampa Bay money line. All right, just underway uh, there at uh, in Cincinnati uh, between the Cards and the Reds. Rays also just underway down in Miami. By the way, the uh, San Diego Padres trying to uh, trying their best to lose another game uh, they lead 5-4 to four right now. We're up 5-1 in San Francisco. The Brewers did win earlier today 
important for the Brewers if the San Francisco 49ers, 49ers Giants were to lose. Uh, Milwaukee would just be a game and a half back. All right, Sean. Uh, we were given a little homework assignment. We were. Uh, one of us followed directions. One did not. I don't agree with that. You want me to read the text? No. Can we just get into the segment so we have time to pontificate about all the different teams and why? So, once again, I followed directions properly. Sean did not. Uh, so, the exercise we were given, our top four college football teams, and the order that I went with was the teams I think entering this year are the four best teams. And I do think there's a bit of a drop-off uh, after number three. But number four for me is a bit of a surprise, but, I mean, they're a top-ten team. I, I had a hard time. I was going back and forth. Uh, you know, I just didn't want to give it to Clemson, Sean. I, I couldn't do it. Uh, they've got a, a stellar defense. But, you know, for me, I rolled with the Michigan Wolverines. I don't love this two-quarterback situation, but as mentioned – because they're playing Colorado State and Hawaii, teams they could beat with, you know, me as the starting quarterback. Um, I think they'll they'll figure it out. Nine starters back on offense. They were missing Ronnie Bell all of last year. Hassan Haskins does graduate, but I think Donovan Edwards steps in, may even have a better year. Blake Corum and Edwards in the backfield got a, a phenomenal offensive line. Went out into the transfer portal, picked up a Remington finalist from Virginia to plug and play in center. Defense, we'll see. Obviously lost a lot, right? You lost your safety. Uh, you lost Aiden Hutchinson, second overall pick, David Ajabo. A lot departed, uh, as is as did their defensive coordinator. Also, their offensive coordinator, uh, Evan Gaddis, uh, went down to Miami. Josh Gaddis. Josh Gaddis, excuse me. Uh, but I think Michigan is a very, very good football team. Maybe a little underrated heading into this year because – Ohio State looms not only in the Big Ten, but in their conference. That's why you see some long odds on them to make the playoffs to win the national championship. I don't think they're a good bet to make the playoffs because their non-conference is so weak. And the Big Ten, in my opinion, you're not going to get huge wins, Sean, outside of Ohio State. I don't think they'll beat Ohio State. So I think there's a chance they go 11-1. and I would look at the over on their win total, but I do not think they're a real legitimate playoff contending team. Okay, so my number four is Baylor. And let me just say this. I almost put University of Central Florida in this spot because my four teams are actually not just the, my top four ranked teams, but also the four teams I think will be in the college football playoff. And the reason I didn't add Central Florida, because Cincinnati didn't make a good account of itself last year in the semifinal, I don't think the system will allow a non-Power 5 team to get into the playoff this year. I like Baylor, and here's why. I'm a big fan of David Aranda. People talk about Joe Burrow and that offense at LSU. He also was a catalyst of a defensive unit that was outstanding. Came to Baylor uh, when Matt Rule left for the Panthers. Did not fare well. His first year went 2-7. and seven, Turned it around in a short period of time. Won the Big 12 last year. Went to the Sugar Bowl. Beat Ole Miss. Defensive guy, right? Too deep on the defensive line all returning. They're going to be outstanding up front in a league where I think there are a lot of teams – that are trying to find solutions, trying to find answers. Oklahoma, a lot of turnover. I think Texas is probably still a year away. Iowa State just graduated almost all of their production. TCU, new head coach. So I think Big 12 is right for a team to run it. 
I love the young quarterback, Blake Shapin. He had an outstanding spring, outstanding offseason to the point where Jerry Bohannon actually decided to leave and transfer. They have an experienced veteran offensive line with an elite player in Connor Galvin at tackle who will be a first-round draft pick. The question marks for Baylor are wide receiver. And in a state like Texas, I always give these teams the benefit of the doubt because there are a lot of guys that can run and catch the ball in that state. I'm sure Dave is recruited at a high level. I have Baylor, surprisingly, as my number four team. I'll put context on my top four at the end of this, but I think Dave Aranda and the Baylor Bears are a sneaky pick, 80-1 to to win it all. If you get to the college football playoff, you have a chance. I'm just saying, when you're looking around, I think this is going to be a year in college football where some strange things occur. I like Dave Aranda a lot. Um, you talked about the questions on Ohio State, what they lost, Georgia as well, You know what they lost. Baylor is, is not a team, in my opinion, that is ready to replace six players that went to the NFL. Well, they they lost three their top three wide receivers, their two top running backs. They lost their safety, who was a second round or third round pick to the Chargers. They lost the Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year and Jalen Petrie had 15 tackles for a loss. They lost Terrell Bernard, who had 106 tackles and seven and a half sacks. I agree. Really good defensive line. Dave Aranda is a tremendous coach. Uh, I just... I think they lost way too much for a team that if you look at recruiting rankings, they are not a team that you see in the top 10, top 15. So, you know, we'll see. I think he'll have their hands full. You know, it's funny. The Big 12 is up in the air. but It's funny when they did the uh, top 100 list for uh, the NFL recently. The top 10 players, only one of them was from Power 5 Conference, and that was number one, Tom Brady. So I'm just saying, like, when you utilize, like, those previous uh, – Recruiting rankings. I'm just just but, always taking okay. a grain of salt. Let's go through national championships. I, I'm just saying. Let's go, go through I, national I, championships. I know I Alabama, know, a lot of LSU. That, you you a lot need of that, the elite talent. But, they don't have, and they lost six you, NFL players. When you talk about national titles, again, you have to understand there's a system in place in college football that generally only allows certain teams to make the college football playoffs if they lose. So it's not an even playing field. It's not a 12-team playoff. It's four teams, and there are only certain teams in the in this country that can actually lose a game and still be eligible based on the way the system is currently construed. Now, I know they lost a lot, but that's why I put context on why that doesn't worry me. It's because of the state Baylor resides in. It's because of the history at the University of Baylor. We can go back to Art Browse. We can go back to before. They've found a way to accumulate skill guys. That, that's their strong point in that state. So. I mean, I'm not saying. Look, I'm not saying they're going to be bad this year. I no, think I just I like them as a number four team in the country. We'll find out if I'm right, if I'm wrong. I mean, you have Michigan there. Michigan lost a number two pick in the draft, and what would have been a, a top half of the first round defensive alignment in Ajabe and Daxon Hill. And but Baylor historically, Sean, to lose that much talent to the NFL, that's unheard of. It well, was it set a school record. Well, so we'll we will find out. Um, Your number three team. My number three team is Georgia. And, you know, speaking of teams that lost a lot of talent, obviously Georgia is is there. 15 players drafted, school record, number one overall pick, Trayvon Walker, Lewis Seen, Jordan Davis, Devontae Wyatt, Quay Walker, Channing Tindall, N'Kobe Dean, uh, George Pickens. I mean, the list goes on and on. James Cook, Zamir White, all gone. Georgia, we'll see. And right now, I have some hesitancy, but we'll see if they have – gotten into the Alabama, Ohio State realm of not rebuilding, but reloading. These are the recruiting rankings the last four years. Four, one, two, one. So two of those years, they beat out 
the likes of Alabama. They beat out the likes of Ohio State, Clemson, et cetera. They still have a lot of talent on this roster. Seven offensive starters back. Stetson Bennett is back. Kendall Milton and Kenny McIntosh are really good running backs. Uh, Ringo on the defensive side is an All-American. And Jalen Carter probably was the best defensive player on their roster last year. He is back as well. Georgia, a lot of questions. I get it. But still, that's recruited so well. More on this on the other side. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.